And this is Caffeinated Opinions. This week, protests in Minnesota, including curfews set after the killing of Dante Wright, as well as what charges will be brought against the officer. Bernie Madoff dies in prison at 82. Tensions are escalating over the Ukrainian border between the U.S. and Russia. A gunman opens fire at a FedEx facility. Video footage of 13-year-old Adam Toledo's killing is released. And Army Drill Sergeant Jonathan Pentland comes under fire after assaulting a young black man in South Carolina. we go not a lot of time how are you doing edwin i'm doing good everyone else hope you're all doing well out there um okay let's go a former minneapolis police officer has been charged with the killing of dante wright a 20 year old black man who was shot and killed last week officer kim potter appeared in court for the first time on thursday with potter claiming she mistook her handgun for a taser in body cam footage you can hear potter yelling taser but instead grabs her gun shooting and killing wright Washington County Attorney's Office has charged Potter with second-degree manslaughter, which could face a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison. On Wednesday, Potter was arrested but released later that day after posting her $100,000 bond and is currently being represented by a high-profile attorney, Earl Gray. Her next scheduled appearance in court is May 17th. Protests have erupted across the country for Dante, with 100 people being arrested on Friday night alone in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. She has also since resigned. I mean, not surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm glad she's not on administrative leave because that would just piss me off. Yeah. Um, it was interesting to see the, like, the outpour of just opinions and facts like people are sharing about this case. The number one thing is it's ridiculous to confuse a stun gun with a pistol, with a gun, a gun, again, a gun, a handgun. Mm-hmm. Um, so for her to do that, like it's completely inexcusable. I don't know how they're going to defend that in court. Um, and she took somebody's life for her stupid mistake. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's well said. I don't, I don't think you're right. <laughs> yeah, everything you said is right. I don't know. I wish I could just, just for my own. I want to just hold a taser that they have, and then like. I mean, I've held a gun, so I know the weight of that, but I would imagine, like, how can you, I mean, a heavy steel gun versus a taser, I'm not sure Mm -hmm. what, I would assume it's plastic. They put them on opposite sides of their bodies, they, Mm. they're supposed to know, like, they don't put them in the same pocket, you know, it's like, they, um, they look different, they most likely weigh differently, they're shaped differently, they're a little bit more rectangular. They make them, like, bright in color. Yeah. Could be wrong, but I, I thought that tasers were, like, purposefully like a highlighted I'm not kind sure. of color i don't know but all right yeah we'll see all right well bernie madoff the man who ran the largest ponzi scheme in american history has died at 82 serving his 150 year prison sentence bernie madoff has a long list of well-known had a long list of well-known clients including steven spielberg kevin bacon and more ruining people's fortunes and destroying charities becoming one of the most hated men in the country even having to wear a bulletproof vest when appearing in court Court-appointed trustees have recovered more than $14 billion of an estimated $17.5 billion that was invested into Madoff's business. Bernie Madoff's wife was left with $2.5 million and has lived a quiet life since her husband was sent to jail. One of her children, Mark, one of their children, uh, Mark killed himself on the second anniversary of his father's arrest back in 2010. Madoff's brother, Pete, was also sentenced to 10 years, and his other son, Andrew, died of cancer at 48 years old. 
can't say I'll miss him. I don't know what to say. It's just I know, like, it's, yeah, it's not really like. Uh, oh, can you imagine putting your entire family through that? I didn't know that. I know. I, I didn't know what his son. Killed I didn't know that his son, his that. son killed himself. I mean, good for the wife for getting something at least to live off of. I mean, one second you're a billionaire. Maybe wife. not good for her, but I mean, I mean, a lot of people. The FBI don't. They didn't think that he acted alone. And many people have thought like she was completely aware, um, but she has maintained her innocence and says she never did know. And he says she never knew. So yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't say good for her just because it's kind of, uh, but it's really sad about the child. And like as a mother and like your husband dies, the largest Ponzi man, your son kills himself. Your other son dies of cancer. Your husband died in jail. Like that's a lot. That's a kind of, are hard. they still married? I thought they were. Mm. I don't know. I didn't choose to research that. I just said, you know. Well, let's let's live Google. Let's see. <laughs> well, I've never heard that. Let's live Google. Let's see. Were they still married? I'll Spouse say yes. Spouse Ruth mm-hmm. Madoff. It, it doesn't have an end date on their divorce here on the internet. So they were still married. Married since 1959. Wow. Till the end. All right. Well. Uh, President Biden has called on Vladimir Putin to meet in a third country for a potential summit in an attempt to de-escalate tensions at the Ukrainian border. Ukraine has estimated that more than 80,000 Russian troops are now at the Ukrainian border, leading to fears of a potential invasion. The White House and Kremlin have not agreed to actually meet to any such summit yet, and new satellite photos are showing that Russian armor and short-range ballistic missiles are being brought within 150 miles of the border. Is it? ignorant or stupid of me to say like i wish we just stay out of it <laughs> no um it's like we can barely figure out our act here we so, have a lot going on in our country so let's go but, over there i mean we yeah it's important to watch what's happening because if russia is starting to overtake countries it's a problem and it will lead to i think severe repercussions in europe and potentially for the entire world but Right now, they were saying that the U.S. is still trying to figure out what exactly is Russia's intentions with this. Like, why are they doing this to begin with? Um, and what's their end game? Like, what's the goal here for long game, I guess? Um, yeah, I don't know. But I don't think we can stay out of it. I think it has to be monitored. Anything Russia or China are, are doing, it has to be looked at. So, wow. And the same thing with us. They're looking at us the exact same way. So, I'd like to live in a country that minds their own business. So you're an isolationist. (laughs) (laughs) That's how a lot of, uh, well, never mind. All right. Well, a gunman opened fire at an Indianapolis FedEx facility late Thursday night, killing eight people and shooting four others who were taken to the hospital. The gunman later killed himself, so a motive will be hard to determine, but his mother did say that she was worried he may be suicidal last year, even calling law enforcement in March of 2020, saying her son may attempt a suicide by a cop, which is when you approach a police officer either with a gun with the you're trying to get killed basically have them shoot you to death law enforcement has identified the shooter as 19 year old brandon scott hole the victims include matthew r alexander 32 samaria blackwell 19 amarjeet johal 66 joswinder kaur 64 joswinder singe 68 amarjeet sikhan 48 carly smith 19 and john weiser 74 they were all killed in the shooting this is like what the sixth, seventh shooting in the country in the past I, four months. I thought this is. I thought we're on week four. 
four or five weeks in a row there's been a shooting. Somebody posted a map and I, I didn't save it, um, but it was quite a few listed on there. And I guess we really are back to normal. It's, it's insane how COVID put a stop to that. Temporarily. And temporarily, and now that everything's back to normal, you know, companies aren't doing remote work. People are staffing the way they were. Surges are down. Shootings are up. I would have never thought that would have been a correlation. It's it's honestly um and shocking. And gun stores are even more packed now with people yeah. wanting to buy guns, which when a shooting happens, people go buy more guns. Mm-hmm. So. And... I mean, at least in America, it's already like what two, three dozen people that have been killed in the past four weeks from shootings, and still no resolution in Congress to pass some sort of gun control law because that would be ridiculous, apparently. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, on Thursday, body cam footage was released after a large amount of public outcry over the killing of 13 year old Adam Toledo, who appears to drop a handgun and raise his hands in the air just before Officer Eric Stillman fatally shoots the boy. Body cam footage shows Toledo was not holding anything in his hands when Officer Stillman opened fire, shooting Toledo in the chest at about 3 a.m. on March 29th. Police were initially responding to reports of gunshots fired in the area, and police are saying Toledo had a handgun on him just before the shooting, with Officer Stillman shining a light on a handgun that is on the ground after he shoots him. It took 19 seconds from Stillman exiting his squad car to when he shot the boy, chasing him on foot down an alley for several seconds. Stillman can be heard telling him to stop running and then begins to yell for Toledo to show his hands as the teenager begins to slow down. Stillman then yelled at him to drop it just before shooting Toledo. Stillman radios for an ambulance telling Toledo to stay awake for not being able, uh, after not being able to de- detect a heartbeat, they begin CPR. The footage comes at a time when the country is already watching the case of George Floyd with Derek Chauvin under trial and the recent killing of Dante Wright by another police officer. I saw the video and I would be interested just to see what he has to say, like how fast it all happened and like what's going on. But like, again, like if guns just weren't a thing, honestly, like (laughs) we keep circling back to the guns, they're bad. They're not good. Yeah. Um, Like why does that include, why does a 13 year old have a gun? Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I think that includes both sides where it's like one police officers don't need to treat every situation. Not that he was wrong. The officer was wrong in this situation. Um, I'm not saying either one is right or wrong, Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm saying, in both situations with police officers using their gun excessively and killing people unnecessarily. And in the other case where a 13 year old has a handgun on him, like if we just didn't have these, you know? Yeah. But I mean, I think this is just part of a really messed up system where a country is obsessed with guns. Yes. It's like (laughs) a 13 year old should not have a gun because you have a gun, you are confronted by a cop and then you get shot. Yeah. And I'm not taking the kid side. I'm not taking the cop side. I'm just extremely disappointed in, in the system that the United States has created. Like, there's houses that have multiple guns. Like, nobody should have multiple guns. So, yeah. yeah. All right. This is going to be a very quick episode. It's only 10 minutes. Uh, This week, a video of Army Sergeant First Class Jonathan Pentland shoving a black man in South Carolina in a South Carolina neighborhood has gone viral, leading to a third degree assault charge for Pentland. In the video, Pentland can be heard threatening the man with physical violence and saying, quote, you are in the wrong neighborhood, end quote. 
The Army is conducting their own investigation into the incident and said, quote, this is by no means condoned by any service member, end quote. If convicted, he can face up to 30 days in jail and a $500 fine. I saw that video. Kind of embarrassing to be the sergeant. Yeah, I don't know why. Like he looked like so an aggressive. ass. Like, it was just like... Apparently, Pentland's wife said that he... Uh, what's the name of the... Oh, I didn't give the name of the uh, the young man. Um, but the the black guy that was the one that was being assaulted, mm-hmm. that she accused him of starting a fight with an, a neighbor, which is, I guess, why the husband, Pentland, reacted that way. Because mm-hmm. what his wife said... Um, the the man who was assaulted said that that was not true and that they were just walking in the neighborhood. He's like, I'm not doing anything wrong, you know, so. But either way, you don't need to put your hands on people. Yeah, it's like keep your guns to yourself and your hands to yourself. Like that should be in the Constitution at this <laughs> point. Lesson of the day. <laughs> keep your guns and your hands to yourself. <laughs> all right, well, that's all we got for this week. Really brief episode. Anything else, Edwin? Keep your guns and your hands to yourself. Well said. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.